You know this family, you love this family. Would you please welcome the shops? could call all my kids from all over the place. <laughs> um, so I'm Deanna Shop. We started here um, April 1st of 2001. And so we always joke that it was like, was it really an April Fool's joke that they hired us? Or <laughs> so we always, um, we, we, we were coming from kind of some loss and some, um, you know, just an unsettled time in our lives. And we came here and throughout the years at Destiny, we have grown so much. We've been challenged. We've been supported. We've been encouraged. Um, this is where we had all of our babies. Uh, Bella <laughs> was the first one. She's 16 now, just turned 16. <laughs> but we, um, like through that time, just starting at the very beginning, we were over on... Um, What's the name of the street? Elk Street. Elk street. <laughs> like, on Philadelphia, that's here. We were over on Elk Street, and, like, the, the way that we were embraced coming in, um, the love that we felt, the support, the um, just encouragement we felt on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis, from the people at Destiny, from Pastors Brent and Tana, um, from the rest of the staff, we were embraced, loved, and we're able to expand in our journey with God. We were able to um, really develop the, the gifts of the Spirit. We were able to um, grow in, in freedom. And we were um, given so many opportunities with traveling with the church, um, with the youth group. We did service project missions trips. Um, and we're able to just... Um, like explore, explore what God had given and, and put in us, and we're able to pour that out into the congregation. And so we just are so appreciative of those opportunities, so appreciative of the support and love that we received. And um, I think that's, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still remember my first Sunday. Um, I was at a keyboard like over there and I saw, you know, Brent's over here. And if you're a musician on the stage, you know what I mean when I say you get the, the eye from Brent and then it's your time to play. And, and you know, I, I'm pretty sure like, like it does, after Brent finished his piano solo, the keyboard was smoking and he looked at me and said, take it, Sean. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> so we, we, we saw... Uh, Deanna and I saw ourselves grow so much in the ministry here at Destiny. I can remember, <laughs> I can remember the first time we, we got in trouble after the Good Friday service, and we left, we left the building, and um, we got a call back, and we, we made sure to clean up that night because we had messed up. Yeah, it was like, it was like after the party, and I can remember, um, I can remember One of my favorite memories, I was, I, was, uh, I was speaking in the youth room over here, and it was a very serious moment, and I was, I was, I was, I had tears in my eyes, and I was, I was just sharing, you know, the word of the Lord, I think some students had some tears in their eyes, 
And I, I was trying to say something. I was, I was trying to say bawling my eyes out, but I said crying my something else out. <laughs> and, and, the, and I lost them. You know, there's so, many, there's so many stories right here. And in this place that I remember Vallapalooza events. I remember Elevation Talent Shows. Um, you know, so many things. So I, I'm, I'm in the district role, so I travel around to a lot of different churches. There's, there's several things that I think that make Destiny Destiny. Number one is that this place is, is a free place to party. And, um, you know, there's, there's nothing like partying at Destiny um, with you guys. There's, there's such a joy here. There's such a freedom here. Another thing is the, the, the atmosphere of worship that you guys have helped to create. And, um, you know, there's, there's nothing like um, worshiping at Destiny, is there? There's nothing like it. Um, <clears throat> I think a lot of people maybe have found their dance here, <laughs> maybe found their shout, and, um, you know, just been released. How about, how about this? I think another earmark of Destiny is, is the releasing of the gifts and being released into ministry. I know that um, I've been encouraged, you know, when I was here on staff to hear the voice of God, not only for myself, but for others, and to speak it and to share it, and that uh, changed my life, and, you know, there's nothing as important as just being released into who God created you to be, and I believe Destiny's really good at that. Um, you know, and I asked God to give me just something to share this morning, and I, I really believe I've been a next-gen pastor for, for most of my life. Uh, we passed a baton on to Derek and Pam eight years ago now. And, um, and I, I'm the next gen rep for our district, so I still have my, my hands in there as a youth pastor, Bella's a youth pastor the last couple of years. And uh, so my, my viewpoint, my scope has, has always been there. And I've, I've told many, many, many students over the years that the best place you can be is to be asking and seeking and knocking and, you know, asking God, you know, where your next steps are and, and, and where, the, where that is. And so I, I was thinking about destiny um, this weekend and praying for this. And, and I just think that you've been so faithful, Destiny, to just ask and seek and knock and chase after God with everything that you have. And you know what happens when you do that as a teenager is when you go into the adult years, 20 years old now, um, next year the communion will be the real wine, right? <laughs> but um, as, you, as you mature and you grow in your spiritual walk and you've had that strong foundation, I think there's an exponential um, maturity and growth that comes out of that when you've been strong in your teenage years. I've seen it, you know, in a lot of students over the years. And so I would say a word of the Lord for destiny going forward is exponential, you know, exponential growth, exponential um, uh, ministry, exponential reach, exponential grace, um, exponential Jesus at the center of it all. Um, you know, I, I'm just so excited for what I see. And there is another word. We had a, we had a guest speaker. Um, some of you might know the name Dan Sneed. He's a partner with Jack Hayford and the Foursquare Church. And he came and uh, visited our staff just a couple weeks ago, and we asked him to share uh, just a prophetic word to our church. And, um, and this, is, this is what he said, and it really resonated in my heart. And as I was getting uh, ready to share here, I thought, man, this, this is the same heartbeat right here. And he said, uh, Pine Valley Church, this is where we're serving now. You have a new template for grace. And if I, if I think of, uh, you know, one thing about destiny is that this is a grace place. This is a place where people are loved uh, people are cherished, and you're welcome here, and you can, you're free to dance, and you're free to party no matter what, 
And, you know, I think there's, there's something about, um, you know, what God is doing here that it's, it's something new and fresh and it just kind of breaks all the molds when it comes to grace. Because you're welcome here and you're part of the family, right? Amen. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Don't you love the shops? We love this family so much. Um, we've been a part of their lives and they are lives. Sean, since he was 15 years old. Deanna, not long after that. Uh, in fact, I had to break them up at a, a lock-in one night. They are the reason we do not do lock-ins, full evening lock-ins of Destiny. But... Uh, it was shortly after that that they got married. No, just kidding. That's not true. They, uh, they were just kids then, but a few years later got married, and I got to be involved in helping perform their wedding. And then we had no clue all those years ago that we would get to end up spending almost a decade ministering together. They're still some of our closest friends. We love their kids. We love their family. And we just announce, we just say it, honorary destiny members for the rest of your lives, Sean and Deanna Shop. Amen. Uh, this couple, this family, they would not say this about themselves, but Tan and I would say, I don't believe there would be a destiny without this family. Uh, from the very first night in our basement, they were there. And we did not even hardly know them at all before this church started. But they were there the first night. Um, they were the architects of how we steward finances with integrity. And they've been friends. I meet every single month with Ed, and we have lunch almost every month. We have lunch together. He's a counselor to me. He is a confidant to me. They are. They speak into our lives to this day. Uh, when I think destiny, I can never think destiny without this family. Please welcome the cooks. Bill's Alive would not be the same without Kathy. Come on, somebody. Okay, you too. Um, okay, so Brent and Tana asked us to share some memories um, that we have. We don't have enough time for the memories that we have. I say that. <laughs> but I thought I'd start, you know, we moved to Rapid City 24 years ago, and we were really looking for a church to join. We were in a big church in uh, Mesa, Arizona, and we were looking for that. And uh, we spent about four years looking for that. And we couldn't find it um, here in, in Rapid, the, the church that we were looking for. And um, we ended up being given a word by somebody. I, went to, I was asked to go out to lunch with a friend of mine, and um, he gave me a word that we were supposed to be part of a new church that's being planted in Rapid City that Brent and Tana Parker were starting. We didn't even know who Brent and Tana Parker were. I <laughs> And so shortly after that, um, the Lord showed Kathy a small paragraph, a little tiny paragraph in the newspaper that Brent and Tana Parker were going to be speaking and sharing at an aglow meeting. And we said, wow, let's go check these guys out. <laughs> so we went to that aglow meeting, and we were immediately drawn to Brent and Tana, to their passion for the Lord, for their worship, and especially for their message that they gave at that and so that led us to their basement. Um, <laughs> so you saw the basement. <laughs> and uh, 23 of us met there, and Britt and Tanner were getting ready to go to ch uh, church boot camp with uh, Foursquare at the time to launch what eventually would become Destiny. 
And uh, I remember how the Spirit of the Lord was in those meetings. Wow. And how alive he was and is. And I remember how grounded the message was. And for us, that was awesome that you could have both. You could have the Spirit filled and you could have grounding in the message of the Lord. So I remembered how the Lord continued to work on us those, for those few weeks. And uh, we're pretty blown away by the Spirit-filled part. It was pretty out there for us. It was pretty, pretty much freaked us out. <laughs> and, uh, but I remember the more Lord really made it clear to us that this was the church that he had in mind for us. And how for four years... You know, we were looking, and he was preparing the foundation, really, of the church that not could just minister to us, but that we could really sow into and be part of um, and to plug into and to, um, and so, and to, for him to use our gifts and our talents um, for the church. And so from that point on, um, we watched Brent and Tana really lead and build destiny with vision and purpose, um, I'm just going to, okay, a little off the cuff, because, and this is one of the things that I think has always stood true about Brent and Tana and about destiny, and, you know, we did this really early on. We are, help, destiny, Foursquare Church, is about helping the spiritually hungry experience God and discover purpose and destiny through free and open worship through biblical training and a release into personal ministry. And you all know this is who destiny is because you're all destiny. So Brent and Tana led and built destiny with vision and with purpose, that vision and purpose. They raised up other leaders. They called out people's gifts and talents, many we didn't even know we had. They encouraged us. We co-labored with them to reach people for Christ, both inside destiny and outside destiny. Being a part of destiny has been a tremendous blessing to us, to our family, in so many more ways than we can share right now. We've watched and been blessed to be a part of how God has used destiny to impact so many lives over all these years. I mean, you just got to see a few of them come in and go through these doors. And all the doors. <laughs> right? All the doors. So we know Brent and Tana wouldn't want to take credit for the destiny that, well, for what destiny's become. But we all know that Brent and Tana's leadership always with Jesus as their guide, is one of the main reasons our Destiny family is what it is today. So in closing, um, Kathy is going read to read an excerpt of a letter that she wrote to them five years ago. It's great to see everybody up here that has come and gone, and you've always blessed them on their way in and blessed them on their way out. And that's been so wonderful and such a witness to so many. Um, so this is just part of an email I had written 
um, from my heart. I know you know how we made it to your basement and how, how a bit prior to that, we heard you guys speak at the Aglow meeting where God had led us and enabled us to hear and see who you were, your character and your love for each other, confirming the desire to go to that first meeting at your home. Since that first meeting, God has been stretching us and ministering to us through you two. What I didn't go on to share today, because I shared briefly at the 15 year, and I just felt like I left so many things unsaid. So what I didn't go on to share that day was um, what an impact they have had on our lives and how, how you've impacted our walk with the Lord. Last night, as I read a brief quote by John C. Maxwell, quote, the problem for leader is when, for leaders, is when they think that they've earned the right to stop making sacrifices, but in leadership, sacrifice is an ongoing process, not a one-time event, end quote. As I read that, the Lord immediately brought you two to mind. One of the biggest impacts you two have had on my life is how you've modeled servant leadership and imparted that to me, and uh, in turn, I've imparted it to my children, our children, um, as we've served together over the years. Tana, I've never known anyone who is as hard of a worker and doer of the word as you are. You are tireless and have been a great role model and a friend, always striving for excellence while walking in love and standing in faith. Anytime something unexpected and maybe a bit discouraging would happen, Tana would remind me, this isn't a surprise to God, and showed me by example how to trust in his leading and his faithfulness and to just keep moving forward and follow his leading. Brent, you've always been such a faithful and encouraging person in our lives, and actually in the lives of everyone I ever see you come into contact with. Always the encourager and always walking in love. Your relationship with Tana, the way you lift her up and cherish her, the way you openly share how God uses her to speak into your life as your partner in love is so precious and a wonderful example for other men in the body of Christ. You are a solid man of the word, yet you are so humble and unafraid to speak openly of the wisdom your wife has and how God has used her so much over the years in helping you to grow, as I know he has used uh, you to start, as I know he has used um, you to sharpen her as well. Thank you for being so real. Never a poser, just you. Thank you both for always encouraging us, accepting us, and loving us. Thank you for leading us in the way of truth and for pushing us beyond our comfort zone. Thank you for encouraging us in our giftings, never making us feel less than, always building us up and seeing the best in us, seeing and encouraging us in how God works in our lives and uses us. Thank you for helping to build our faith and for teaching us how to walk out our faith. Thank you for loving our children. and always seeing the best in them and encouraging them, even to this day. Thank you for your faithfulness to walk out the call of God on your lives, and thank you for all the great memories over the past 20 years now. Thank you for never giving up when things have looked discouraging in the natural, what strong leaders you have both been, never giving up, always believing and trusting that what God said will come to pass. Thank you for teaching us to get out of our religious thinking and embrace the body of Christ as a whole across denominational lines. Thank you for the great example you set as our pastors to strive for unity in the body of Christ as we work together to advance the kingdom. 
Thank you for your transparency you've shown over the years, just being you. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you for teaching us about grace and the goodness of God. So we love you. We love this church. We love Destiny. But we know it's the leadership. Wow, I'm just like overwhelmed. Thank you, Kathy and Ed. I just, I was doing really well holding myself together until you guys had to be so nice. So I'm, I've been trying to just kind of look at everybody as a whole and not remember the stories to the faces because that's where my heart gets um, touched. But um, a couple of weeks ago, um, Kate Anderson stopped me and she said, if you would have known what you know today, would have you still done this? Would have you planted this church? And I broke into tears, and um, I think the reason is, the best way I can explain it is, um, when I married Brent, you know, I just had this um, fantasy, or this, you know, just grandiose idea of how wonderful every moment of every day was going to be, and, you know, I, I, I envisioned us just always walking through every day, holding hands, and, you know, long hours of looking into his eyes, and him singing those beautiful love songs over me, and well, we weren't married that long before <laughs> before I realized, you know, we both woke up with um, bed hair and our breath stunk, and um, you know what I'm saying? And I remember the first time driving down the highway, and our van filled up with this terrible odor, and I'm thinking, surely my Superman wouldn't do that. <laughs> But, you know, it's been almost 26 years. Next week will be 26 years for us. <laughs> and I've seen the good and the bad and the ugly, and I love him more today than the day that we got married, more than, you know, what, what my, um, just, uh, my dreams or my fantasies of what our marriage was going to be. I've embraced every part of him, you know, even the, the smelly parts, that you know, the, the hard parts. And I love him more today because of that. And I share that because I think that's the best way I can describe um, planting this church. You know, I had big ideas of what it was going to be like. I thought we would just get to um, pray a lot and read our Bible and just love people. And they were going to love us back. Every one of you were. <laughs> and, and um, you know, all of a sudden I realized we all had bad head and bad breath. And we all left bad smells every now and then here and there. But because of that, um, I, I think I love the body of Christ more, too. You know, I've seen the good and the bad and the ugly. And I think the reason I love the body of Christ more today than when we started is because it's made me realize, um, you know, Jesus didn't have just some big grandiose fantasy. He knew what his bride would be like. He knew how weak we were. He knew how many times we would fail him. He knew... You know, he knew how one day we would be hot on fire and the next day backslidden over some silly relationship or a drug or an alcohol. Um, you know, he knew all that, and he still gave his life. You know, he still laid it all down. He knew from the beginning who, would be, who we would be, and he still gave it all for us. And so it's caused me to love Jesus more. And I know that if I love him, you know, how, the great love that he has for his body, for his church, it's still... Um, it's still it's still what, the way he's decided to, um, you know, to, 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 to win the world is through his bride, regardless of how weak and frail we are. And because of that, I love the church more today. So, um, you know, just thank you for being real. Thank you for um, letting us be real, for letting us grow. 
um, for accepting us even on the days where we didn't smell the best. Um, <laughs> you guys have continued to love us, and so thank you for that. I appreciate it so much. Why do I always let her go first to follow that? Oh my gosh. You guys, this day means more to us than I think we even know how to express. And um, just so many memories have flooded my heart this week. Um, as Ed and Kathy were talking about our heart for... This church has always been about the, the region, not just about us. It's knowing that we're a part of the body of Christ. One thing we sometimes say is we're the armpit. We sweat the most. But we are just a part of the body of Christ. And gosh, a couple of days ago, Quincy Goodstar walked in the door and, and just wanted to wish us a happy birthday. And I got a text this morning from Troy Carr at Faith Temple, happy birthday. And just the deep relationships that this church has with the body of Christ that we know that it's not just us, right? That there's something bigger that God is doing in the city that we get to be a part of. And I just love that you focused on that, Ed and Kathy. But the memories of this house, oh my gosh, I, as, as Ed said, there's not enough time to even share them. But I was thinking about some of the things I remember and some of the funny things that happened. I remember over in Elk Street the night we had a healing meeting and we're in the middle of the healing meeting and Royce jumps up on the stage and falls down and breaks his ankle at a healing meeting. Now, that shouldn't be funny, right? <laughs> Except that Ro that's what I'm talking about right there. It's that Royce went to the doctor, to the emergency room, and they said, how did you do it? And he let them know a healing meeting at Destiny Foursquare Church. <laughs> so we are now known at Rapid City Regional as the place you can go to a healing meeting and break your ankle. I remember that. I remember, you know, I, I wasn't going to share this, but since Sean shared his blooper, uh, where's Sean at? Where's he at? Since Sean shared his blooper story, one of the craziest bloopers I ever had at Destiny, it was a Sunday night. We had just had, uh, we just had a training all weekend on how to hear the voice of God, which I'm glad different people have talked about because that is a passion of this house is that we can hear the voice of God and be the voice of God in the earth and so we've been doing some prophetic training and at the end of that on a Sunday night I I wanted to do some exercising practice right you're not going to get better and grow unless you practice I mean you know the gifts of the spirit aren't for the people on stage they're for everybody and that's been a passion of this house all along. So we were doing that, and it was the, it was the uh, I'm, I'm stepping away from Tana as I share some of these stories. <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was in the service, I'd finished preaching, and I called a few volunteers up to join me. And I said, okay, you're going to do the ministry now. I want you to ask the Lord to give you a picture of an area that he wants to heal or he wants to do something, and I want you to share that. And so one of, the, uh, one of the gals spoke up and said, the Lord has shown me like a cracked vessel or a cracked pot or a cracked vase. And, and I just feel like some of you feel like that and, and God wants to do something for you. And so I said, okay, if that's you, stand up because I think there's people here that that's going to minister to. Several people stood up and I just wanted to really push into this and drill into it. So I said, you know, I really believe that tonight is the night. Some of you, God is doing a healing in the area of your crack. And it wouldn't. <laughs> and then it wouldn't have been so bad if he'd have skipped over it. But then he goes, in the area of your crack. Ah!
Yep. And the crazy thing is, 10 people got healed of hemorrhoids that night. No, just kidding. That, that didn't happen. <laughs> but the service, <laughs> this is what happened right here. And the service was over. We were done. There was no ministry that happened anymore because I was too busy rolling on the floor laughing at myself. And we've had to do a lot of laughing at ourselves. You guys have loved us through our bumblings and our fumblings. And we started this church not knowing how to pastor a church. We still look at each other going, do we know what the heck we're doing? And so many times we don't. But you guys have walked with us. We've walked together through so much. I remember some of the miracles, the early years. I remember when Diani, where's Diani at? She, is she in here somewhere? So she's probably watching someone's kid somewhere, right? She's here. Yes. No, no, you're fine. So I remember when Diani came forward that Sunday night at Elk Street and you got baptized in the Holy Spirit and you were just you were just so full of the Holy Spirit. And I remember her saying, I'm hot, I'm hot, I'm burning up, I'm burning up. And she wasn't bragging about being hot. She really was like, I'm burning up, I'm burning up. What we didn't know was happening was at the very moment she was getting baptized in the Holy Spirit, she was instantly healed of rheumatoid arthritis that night. And I've never forgotten that. No more problems. I, I remember, you know, physical healing. So many people that we remember that have given their hearts to the Lord over the years and have gotten saved, and that's what it's really all about, huh? But I remember one Sunday morning after we had moved in here, and we, we had a big vision. We saw that that sanctuary behind that curtain where Andrew is at, we saw that done. Like, it's going to be done the first year. But we had more vision than we had money when we got in here. And so all we could do was this room that you're in now, which is ultimately just going to be a coffee shop and a hangout. There is a sanctuary back there that will get done. God is faithful. Amen? He's faithful. But, but we didn't have anywhere for the kids to meet. And were you guys meeting up in there, Di? So this tiny little room up here, which is now the youth room, they were meeting with Kids Church every Sunday morning and stuffing kids in there. And we didn't know what we were going to do because we didn't have the money to do a Kids Church room and, and we didn't want to borrow more money. And so we were just praying. And one Easter Sunday, it was an amazing Sunday. A bunch of people got saved. And I, re I remember the end of service, somebody ran up to us and said, I got to tell you something. I got to tell you something right now. What is it? This morning in the offering, someone gave $80,000. One person. 80, we thought they said $8,000. We were like, whoa, $8,000. We were like all excited, like praise. I said, no, no, you did not understand. $80,000. That one offering enabled us to do the, youth, the, the children's room. Because of that one offering that they gave. One person. Those... Those kind of miracles are a part of this, the foundation of this house that we can look back on together. That together as a family we can say the God who healed, the God who saved, the God who provided is the same God yesterday. It's on our wall right here. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if anything, I would share going into this next season of, because I was just like, Lord, is there something you want to speak? And I wanted some really profound prophetic word to give you guys this morning. But I just felt like the Lord said that the same God who did what he's done before is the same God that's going to take us into this next season. And the word that I did hear him say is alive. This house is alive and is going to thrive. 
And what we have seen in the last 20 is not going to compare with what we're... I agree with what Sean got, exponential increase. Now, we can step together into an exponential of a God of much, much more. We've been talking about that the last couple years. He's not the God of enough. He's the God of too much. Amen?